This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 16th of February. In your Sport Today, Novak Djokovic happy to sit out, Mitchell Stark's slippery delivery, the AFL loses some money, and Doppelganger Day comes early. This is your Sport Today. We're going to start with tennis because we've heard from Novak Djokovic for the first time since he was deported from Australia. Luce, he says that he hasn't got the COVID vaccine yet. So what does that mean for his career? Well, Gabs, Djokovic spoke to the BBC and said that he'll keep sitting out tournaments if players are required to be vaccinated. That's a big deal because that includes Grand Slams like the Australian Open that he missed after Immigration Minister Alex Hawke cancelled his visa and sent him back to Serbia. Rafael Nadal won the Oz Open between his 21st Grand Slam, which puts him one ahead of Djokovic for the most by a male player. Djokovic was asked if he was happy to sit out tournaments, if he meant he wouldn't statistically be the best male player ever. And Gabs, he said he was fine with it. Yeah, and his reason for that was he thinks the decision-making about what goes into his body is more important than anything else, and that includes playing tennis. Yeah, he also said that he's not anti-vax and he's actually open to getting the jab in the future. We don't know when that is or if it will happen, but Djokovic said it would come down to finding the best way to end COVID. If he doesn't get vaccinated, then he won't be able to play at events that mandates the jab. Djokovic says he understands and is willing to suffer the consequences, but added he hopes things change so he could get back on the court. We still don't know when his next tournament will be. No, we don't. But Luce, he is on the entry list for the Indian Wells event in California, which starts next month. But you do need to be fully vaccinated to play there. I've popped a link to the full BBC article in the episode notes if you want to check out what Novak had to say. And that brings us to today's Trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many times has Djokovic won at Indian Wells? Got a clue for us today, Luce? I do. The clue is that he's done it a handful of times. Oh, very good. I'll have the answer at the end of the show. On to some cricket now. When Australia wrapped up their T20 series against Sri Lanka last night with a six-wicket win in Canberra, Luce, there was a fair bit happening. We saw a great catch and a change in the batting lineup. but please take us through Mitchell Stark's delivery. Do you remember Steve Harmison's first ball of the Ashes in 2006 that was fielded at Slip? I'll never forget it. Well, he's got some competition. (laughs) Stark was trying to bowl a slower ball late in the innings, but it slipped out of his hand and it ended up landing a few metres wide of the wicketkeeper who couldn't stop it. Brettley said it was the widest ball he'd ever seen and it was probably because of the dew which made the ball slippery. The other big story was Captain Aaron Finch. He usually opens the batting but was replaced at the top by all-rounder Ashton Agar to pinch hit. It didn't matter though because Finch was in early after Ben McDermott went out first ball. Yeah, and the reason they did that was just to experiment with the batting lineup to see what it could look like with an all-rounder like Agar at the top. Now, as we said, there was a bit going on, including Daniel Sams's diving catch on the boundary. If you missed the game, and it did finish pretty late, I've put the highlights in the episode notes. 
To Beijing now, where 15-year-old Russian skater Kamila Valieva is still getting most of the headlines. Overnight, she competed for the first time since we found out she took a banned substance and loose there are reports saying how she might have done it. Yeah, reports say Valieva told the Court of Arbitration for Sport that she might have accidentally taken some of her grandfather's heart medicine. Last week, after she won the team figure skating gold medal, it was revealed Valieva tested positive for heart drug trimetazidine, which is on the banned list because it can boost endurance. Reports say her mother and lawyer told the court that Valieva's grandfather has an artificial heart and that Valieva might have used the same glass as her grandfather when he took his medicine. She was pretty emotional last night in the women's single short program, but still managed to record the top score. So she's the favorite to win gold. Yes, she is loose. And the second part of the women's singles is the free skate. And that's on Thursday night. Now, if Alieva does get a medal, there won't be a medal presentation until her doping case is over, which is likely going to be after the games. Let's give you an update on a story we had yesterday. Former NRL player Jared Hayne has been released from prison on bail and is now waiting to hear when his third trial is going to happen. Uh, Luce, what are the details here? As you said, Hayne left Cooma Jail yesterday after nine months there. Hayne was charged with sexual assault over an incident in 2018. The first trial ended in a hung jury, but the second trial found him guilty. Hayne was sentenced to five years and nine months in jail, but his legal team had those convictions rejected. His legal team appealed the decision because it believed the judge gave the wrong information to the jury. Hayne is now out on bail, but he has to follow some rules. Some of those include giving up his passport and reporting to police three times a week. Yeah, but the decision yesterday doesn't mean that the case is over. Hayne will find out on Friday when the third trial will be. Let's talk some Aussie rules now because the AFL has released its financial results from 2021. Luce, you are our AFL expert. Looks like overall revenue is up, but the league did end up losing quite a bit of money last year, and that was because of COVID. Yeah, we're talking a loss of $43 million. And as you said, a lot of that is because of the pandemic. It's the second year in a row the AFL has had to spend big to try fight COVID. In 2020, they recorded a loss of $22.7 million, but that number's gone up because there were more games last season. The report says the AFL spent $30 million on COVID-related costs for things like travel, accommodation and testing. The league's revenue did go up by 60 million because of more money from broadcasters. Yep, COVID causing up plenty of problems for a lot of sports around the world. But get this, the AFL set a new record for memberships last year, 1,113,441 people have a club membership or just to make it a little bit easier, that's one in 23 Aussies. We're about two months away from International Lookalike Day, but Doppelganger Day has come a bit early for a Formula One driver. Luce, uh, it looks like he's been spotted in Beijing. I've looked at this photo a few times and I think they're related. They look... (laughs) More alike than me and my actual twin sister. (laughs) So we're talking about F1 driver Valtteri Bottas and American curler Matt Hamilton. Train spotters on social media picked this one up pretty quickly during the curling at the Winter Olympics, and both guys had some fun with it. When Bottas saw the pic, he wrote, bro, and then Hamilton replied, 
I knew I had a brother. <laughs> they really are identical, except Hamilton has a mustache and slightly longer hair. Gabs, have you got a doppelganger? Uh, I looked in a mirror once and saw someone who looked a bit similar, but that's about it. I think uh, <laughs> I've popped the side-by-side photo in today's episode notes if you want to see the long-lost twins in action. Time for Catch This where we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up. And I was looking at the calendar this morning and uh, it's an Olympic legend's birthday. Luce, who is it? It's Kathy Freeman's birthday gold medal winner in the 2000 Olympics. We'll never forget that uh, 400 metre run. Absolutely. 22 years later, happy birthday, Kathy. All right, let's get back to today's trivia question. And today we asked, how many times has Novak Djokovic won the Indian Wells event? Luce, you said it's a handful of times. It's a very good clue. What's the answer? It's, of course, five. Five, yes, one for each finger. All right, that is it for us today. Luce, you're going to be back with Fez tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. Catch you then. 